Hunter, what's up, my friend? Oh, nothing, Cody. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Got bundled up here in my robe. Got me a glass of water and, uh, you know, just just here to have some fun. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, man. When I was a kid, I had robes. But as an adult, I bought my first one a, a few weeks back. One, best investment I made in a long time. <laughs> It's great because you can literally feel like you're wearing a dress, but you're covered and it's acceptable in your house. See, every time I think of somebody wearing a robe, I think of Cousin Eddie from Christmas Vacation. <laughs> I mean, mine's, mine's a lush robe. I paid, oh. I, yeah, I paid like 25 oh, or $30 for it. Well, I got it at Target, but it's really good. Again, highfalutin. <laughs> I will say... Robes, great in the house, great around the pool, great to take on vacation with you, not okay to wear in public. <laughs> not even really okay to wear outside like your front door. Like if you wear your robe out to get the paper, you know. Well, I think it depends on your age. If you're like a dad, it's okay, but you have to have like a cup of coffee with you. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's kind of I the... think Oh, go ahead. It's kind of the stigma of, I just woke up. <laughs> well, I think as long as you don't go past your mailbox, and as long as your <laughs> mailbox, it, as long as your mailbox is within, like, eyesight of your door, it's okay. That's true. Within, the, like, if you're talking in terms of, like, boundaries, within the boundary of the mailbox, normal Saturday morning, outside the boundary of the mailbox, you're an escaped mental patient. Yeah, like... And I mean mailbox at your house, not like going to the P.O. box. Not okay. <laughs> Again, a not okay. mental patient. <laughs> Especially not okay if you don't wear anything under it. That's like double not okay. Not okay Start. squared. <laughs> Start running and <laughs> end up scarring a bunch of poor people. I mean, you can, man, because if you don't tie that inner string there, uh, you'd just be sitting there and next thing you know... Uh, your whole chest is hanging out, and it's like, I'm almost naked right now. So, you, uh, <laughs> yeah, you, you got to be careful with these, man. These are a uh, double-edged sword. Got to be careful with these robes. Which gets me on something else. Can you explain to me people that wear, like, Cookie Monster pajama pants to the store? No. Because I have yet to figure that <laughs> one out. No, I don't really understand that one either. Uh, I also don't understand people that wear pajama pants on airplanes. Yeah, like, they're on a pair of sweatpants. Like, they sit in the bed, you know. You can be comfortable. That's fine. Throw you on some sweatpants. Just my just, take. I don't know. I don't know. I don't really understand next time it. I, next time I fly, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna bring my robe, and then I'm going to go in there and change like I'm in first class, but it's just going to be like <laughs> in, in 3A. Nothing on under it, just my robe. You're just sitting there with your bubble pipe. <laughs> I don't think that'd be allowed, but... I wonder yeah, what I'm... the paws are doing this evening. We will soar with the eagles! <laughs> dude, dude, you're in economy. <laughs> I still soar. In my mind. Blows bubbles. <laughs> yeah, man. How's uh, How's your leg doing? Uh, good. I had a little bit of a rough day last week. I uh, had a double whammy. 
had a blister pop on my bad foot and then my good leg cramped up. And so really, really late at night on Thursday, I texted my boss and I was like, can I, can I please work remote tomorrow? Because I am dying. (laughs) He was really understanding and he was like, of course, you know, it's fine. So I worked remote on Friday and got a little extra rest this weekend. And, um, I'm able to walk around now. I, I take the crutch with me when I'm at work, but it's, I don't, I barely touch it to the ground. I just kind of stick it out as like a catch just in case I stumble, but sure. I'm able to walk around without using the crutch. I just kind of carry it with me now. You know, I think that in non like manufacturing places, I think that the more remote style of working is going to become just a permanent part now because this last year just proved it could be done. I mean, there's yeah. there's no no reason if you're like in an office job and you can like can you can connect to the server or whatever. I mean, honestly, if you're getting your work done in a timely manner, I you know why why not let people stay at home? I mean, it just I think that you're going to see that become a part now. I mean, I know it kind of was beforehand in higher up positions, but I think you're going to see that become more of a prevalent thing as the new generation comes up into the workforce as part of negotiating, you know, contracts, especially people who are like, you know, those sought after by big companies and whatnot. That's going to become a uh, more and more popular thing, in my opinion. Yeah. I wish I could I work with right. <laughs> I mean, it's nice, but, you know, I like that I can, like when I work remote, I like that I can, you know, step away and like start a load of laundry, you know, while yeah. something's like if I'm pulling up a file and it takes like two or three minutes to, to load in that time, I can start a load of laundry. You know, that's that's been great. I really like the multitask ability of it. But mm-hmm. with what I do, you kind of are best being there. Uh, in-house, actually, like, talking to people. So. Well, sure. I mean, that's and that's how it's going to be. It's always going to be the best option, but I think that hybrid work style, where it's like, you know, two days a week, you can work remote if you want to, something like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to get uh, start getting built into to contracts, because, one, I think it makes it makes people happier because like you said, now instead of me getting home at five fifteen or five thirty, and then I have to start on my chores for the evening. And then by the time I get done with that and dinner and whatnot, it's like, Jesus time for bed. Now, you know, you can, as you're doing that, throw a load of laundry in uh, when you're, you get something done, you got 10 minutes until a meeting, you can go and do the dishes, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, it's gonna, I think it's gonna, it'd be a positive all the way around. It definitely makes me feel like I get more done for sure. Like I, you know, what, like, like you, when I get home, I'm like, uh, like I'm just ready to not. Oh, I hate doing stuff whenever I get home. Like I work, I'm, I'm in an office a whole lot, but I'm still out in the plants. I'm still, you know, walking several miles a day at work. Um, uh, have, you know, in and out, upstairs, downstairs, working on machines, doing trainings, things like that. And, dude, it just gets exhausting sometimes. And when you get home, it's like, oh, well, we have 
laundry falling out of the hamper and yeah <laughs> and, and stuff in the floor and and the dog just got into the paper basket and things like that it's <laughs> you know you don't ever want to do anything and then well, I'm just going to sit down right. for 10 minutes before I start to work and then you've been there for an hour and a half and well shoot now it's time for dinner and to get ready for bed and do the next thing yeah it's nuts uh, it's the worst man I see I a like job dude the... what now I, say I need I need a job where I just get paid to sit here. Yeah. I mean, that would really make everything perfect, I think. <laughs> I always see those advertisements for like TV show. I mean, not all the time, but I've seen a few. It's like, this company will pay you this much money to watch all the seasons of The Office. I'm like, yes, that is what career that I should have went after. I don't know what major you do for that, but that's what I want my job to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd do that. I'd do that easy. <sighs> oh, well. Maybe maybe one day we'll be able to to remote in. But today is not that day. <laughs> yeah, I just I just think what I do is, is... It'll work remote, but it's not, you know, it's not suited for it. The, the optimum is not suited for oh, it. Oh, you know. there's no way I could work remote. As much like trainings and like collaboration and going into the plants and things like that, that I do zero chance that I could, <laughs> I could ever negotiate, negotiate that here at my job. <laughs> oh, well, well, you, uh, you, you think your legs about back to hundred percent ready for that marathon coming up? Yeah. I don't really know quite about a hundred percent, but, uh, we're getting there. You know, there's, there's some bad days for sure, but there's some, uh, some good days too, and I'm improving. So I go back to the doctor in July and I'm not quite sure when I'm done with PT, but I'm pretty sure it's sometime in July too. So, um, that's good, man. I'm glad. And I, I reckon I'll be able to walk into the doctor this time unaided. Yeah. Walk in and be like, look what you did. Look, you did it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good doc. Here's a gold star. So I got to ask you, how much did you enjoy the episode last week? I enjoyed it a whole lot. I actually went back and listened to it. And uh, as you know, we talked about it in the post show and then actually in the group chat after the show aired. Um, I was a little self-conscious about some of my voices. I didn't think that they sounded good. Uh, but then listening back to it, it was really enjoyable to listen to. And normally, like, I kind of wince when I hear myself you know, doing voices. It's funny for other oh, yeah. people, but, but for yourself, you know, it's always a little weird. Um, but I, I actually laughed out loud several times. So it was, it was a darn good episode. I, I really enjoyed it. And I, I kind of wish now that I would have run with some of the improv a little bit more, cause I think we could have really taken it up to, uh, to 11, but you know, we can have him back on and, and go again. Yeah, man, we'll definitely have Duncan back on. I was editing, the audio a couple days later, man. And I had to stop at certain points. I always listen through the entire thing and I cut out some little dead spots where we pause and we, you know, have to, uh, we stutter whatnot. But I was listening to that and I had to stop so many times because I was laughing so hard. (laughs) But the the spot that really, really got me was when you did your Joe Biden and we both thought you meant Joe Swanson. (laughs) Yeah, that was hilarious. Like I was, and I kid you not, like when it started and 
like it just it really kind of just came out of nowhere when when Duncan did the voice. I uh, I had to stop and I literally like clapped because I was laughing so hard. Like I went <laughs> I went straight person from East Tennessee laughing at it, and it cracked me up just listening to you two banter back and forth, and then do, doing the Family Guy and the uh, King of the Hill. Oh my yeah. gosh. That was so funny. I went back and listened to it again. And I just, I'd go back and listen to that little three or four minute segment several times, dude. It, <laughs> oh my gosh, it was so funny. It was very Peter. Funny. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so proud of it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, uh, I think, I, you know, we talked about doing some sort of scripted something where we just have this nonsense time of, uh, some little audio drama and i think i think if we put some thought into it we could we could really make uh something funny so yeah i was i was thoroughly pleased with how it all came out yeah i'm uh i'm right there with you it 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 was great we'll definitely have have duncan back on uh it was just too good not to have him back on i think uh I think in the future we might have to uh, have to bring him back on when we do the when we do the what if Hillary had one bit. Uh, oh yeah, because <laughs> I think that he would flourish in that role. Absolutely. But I hope you all liked uh, like that different style that we're trying to have uh, nonsense everywhere. Uh, something like that. We're trying to call it the world's full of nonsense. Something like that because it just goes to show you that. Man, talking about that dude quitting his job over Power Rangers, it it happens everywhere. So it's not just us. Yeah. And let me go ahead and let me go ahead and say, uh, since I haven't already, uh, welcome, son, babies. Thank you all for listening. Uh, <laughs> since that's the <laughs> that's the new fandom name. Oh boy, I got a good oh chuckle boy. out of that for real. <laughs> what was really funny? My cousin uh, messaged me. He asked him when it went live, you know, if he had listened to it yet. And he said he was like 10 minutes into it. And then I guess we had first started talking about Teletubbies. And then he sent me a picture of the sun baby from Teletubbies. (laughs) And I said, oh, buddy, you're in for a treat. (laughs) He was Um, on it, man. That's funny. See, it just works. It just works. I don't want it to work, but it does. It does work. And you can't argue with it. I know just works i think i'm getting vetoed on this one but (laughs) yeah we'll uh we'll have duncan on again and uh we're we're working to get some other people coming on in the future too so uh you know you'll hear from you know like what you heard duncan does you'll hear from some of our other friends um there's actually a couple local people around me that have some uh they have some pretty popular uh YouTube channels that I'm going to try to get in touch with and see if they'd be willing to come on. It really just benefit us because, you know, we have not a huge following and they have, you know, millions of views on each episode. But uh, I'm going to get in contact with some other people. And uh, like I said, we'll have some friends that have different jobs. So uh, this series is here to stay, folks. So hope you enjoyed that one and be ready for what's coming next. Absolutely. I've already had a couple of people ask me if they could come on. And so I'm like, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll get them scheduled. And uh, like I said, it won't be a 
every other week thing. You know, you might have a few weeks in between, but uh, it'll be a running series, at least until we run out of friends and then, <laughs> then, then it'll stop. But Hunter, I thought that for this episode, we might go through and talk about some uh, some TV shows and some movies that uh, that we've been watching and and things like that that we like, because I know way back in episode two or three, I believe it was, we talked about a couple that we really enjoyed, but I thought it was thought it was a good time to give them their own own little episode here and absolutely uh, let the let the people know what uh, know what we like. So what what are you watching right now? Well, um, I don't want to delve into it too much because I'm not done with it yet, but uh, I, I'm watching How I Met Your Mother for the first time right now. Um, I'm really enjoying it. I'm pretty sure I'm in season seven, so I'm getting pretty close to the end. Um, but yeah, I, I really like it. Um, I, I like programs like that. Like uh, I really liked The Office and so did Brie. And then when we started dating, she was like, you got to watch New Girl. And so I watched New Girl. And then a little bit ago, she said, you got to watch How I Met Your Mother. And uh, I'm liking it too. So her uh, her recommendations are always on point for TV shows. And so um, I really I really like like that one right now. Um, she also Who's had the mother? me watch I don't know. <laughs> I haven't gotten there yet. <laughs> I'll tell you what. He, golly, that that Ted, he's a talker. He'll he'll go on and on and on. <laughs> so yeah, I've not. Uh, I haven't watched that one all the way through. I've I've seen it like on TV. Um, I like the humor in it. I'm a big fan of dry humor, so it's uh, it it's something that I watch, and I'm sure one day I'll get to it. Uh, I've I've got an ever increasing list and no time to watch them all. But uh, How I Met Your Mother is one of those that I think the general consensus is that it was a it was a good show. And I, I mean, I met a couple people who didn't like it, but the vast majority uh, they all like it, and I think that just proves that dry humor is the best humor. Yeah, I agree. Well, I just started. Um, I know I'm late, but I ju- I just started The Mandalorian, watching through it, and the first episode, banger. <laughs> Love yeah. it. Yeah. All sorts of action in it. I'm the type of person that, when I watch movies for the first time, now second time and third time I'll go through and shows it's different, but the first time I watch something through, I just enjoy it. I try not to like delve too deep into connections and this and that. I'm a big fan of action, explosions, or or dry humor, you know, that sort of thing. So uh, just strictly from a creative standpoint, love the first episode. Tons of action, easy to follow, and <laughs> it was funny. Caroline watched it with me, and literally both of us watched it for the first time, and like eight minutes into it, she's like, who's that? I said, Caroline, you've literally watched as much as this as I, as I have. I literally don't know any, <laughs> any more than you do. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's good. I'm uh I'm excited for it, and uh, I'm sure that whenever whenever uh, a free weekend rolls around or something like that, I'll uh I'll undoubtedly binge it and just not tell Caroline, and then go back to uh go back to the spot where we were together. I'll tell you what I have been through the Mandalorian probably four times 
because I, like I'll go back and watch like there's when so when it was airing I would watch it at, while I was at work and then I'd come home and watch it again when Bree and I both got home so <laughs> and then I went back and watched it through again and then I'm pretty sure I went back a fourth time so I definitely have seen it three times through maybe four and yeah it's it's darn good. It's it's super good. I'm I'm excited for you to get to um well, current with the last episode um of season 2. Uh I'm we can talk about that when you get done with it. But sure. But boy, mm, what a show. It's a good one, man. Uh I think the one that we've watched the most in in the recent uh in our recent history is uh, we went back and watched Gossip Girl. Mm. Yeah. It's a, at first I wasn't sure I'd like it because I mean, it's just kind of a high school girly thing, but in the later seasons, it got really good. Uh, It's good. Now we're, we're halfway through the next to last season. So it's, uh, it's good, but (laughs) up to that point, it had aged really well. Like obviously the drama and stuff and bullying, you know, that's not as big a thing now as it was, I guess whenever the show came out, but the references were good. It, you know, everything had aged well. And then it got to a part where one of the main characters, he wrote a book and it was it hugely popular on the show. <laughs> and they were already talking about a screenplay for it, making it a movie. <laughs> and his agent calls and she's like, yeah, yeah, you can't give this to your friend right away. I have Harvey Weinstein on the phone, and he's really interested in it. And I said, there it went. (laughs) That part did well. That aged like milk. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't a a good good scene. But I guess if you can make it through five and a half or six and a half seasons, whatever it was, uh, without having a bad point, then you've done pretty well. But... When it happened, Carolyn and I both looked at each other and we just made a grimace face. I was like, no, <laughs> oh, no, you you should have edited that out or something. Plus no, plus. <laughs> plus no. But overall, it's been a good show. Uh, we watched that and Carolyn, as you all know, is a big Disney buff. So we watched, we've been watching a uh, high school musical, the musical, the series. Oh, <laughs> Yeah. I guess I kind of halfway knew that was a thing, but I'll say this: it, the show. If I didn't watch it, it my feelings wouldn't be hurt. But it's nice to see a show where there are high school aged kids playing high schoolers. You know, oh, it doesn't have nice. like the twenty five year old playing a high school senior. Yeah, no, no, thank you. No, I don't like that at all. <laughs> That's one good thing I've liked with the new kind of movement of shows. Like they they get people who look like they should be playing parts like that. You know, you don't have all these just like supermodels playing uh, playing high schoolers and these just overly athletic jocks and things like that. Like the show, everybody in it looks like a high schooler, and yeah, I, I can appreciate that. The casts are age appropriate now, which is yeah. nice. And it, it makes me feel a little bit better <laughs> when I'm watching it. Cause there's nothing. And, and you know, this, because we talked about, um, you haven't seen it yet, but invincible, the TV show, 
there's nothing that bothers me more when there's like an inconsistency between the age the characters are supposed to be and like their actions and the things they say and the way they act like that mm-hmm. just drives me nuts. Like, don't tell me this person is a high schooler and then give them dialogue and troubles and character growth of like a 35 year old. Yeah. <laughs> it just, it pulls me out of it. <laughs> yeah. Like, like in that show, one of the main characters he's dealing with his parents getting a divorce and his girlfriend got accepted to a, uh, to a boarding school for um, like an art school. So stuff that you would actually deal with. And there's one guy, he didn't get into like the legacy college he wanted to and things like that. So it's, it's nice to have a show and I know it's on Disney, so it's, you know, different than if it was like HBO or something like that, but it's nice to have a show where people are going through, like you said, age appropriate situations. They look age appropriate and it's, it's not just completely unrealistic. Because, man, that was a huge problem with shows and uh, things like that, you know, back in the 2010s and and before that, where you'd have these just super A-list celebrities playing people who were way younger than than what they were. And it just unrealistic, I guess, is the the best way to put it there. But yeah, I've not, I haven't seen Invincible yet. It's on my list since you recommended it. It was that one and uh, what was the other one? The Boys. Yes, you need to watch both of those so we can we can do a comparison. Good deal. Which which one should I watch first? If I was going to recommend which one to watch first, I'd watch Invincible first because there's more of the boys. There's two seasons of that and one season of Invincible. So I think you could get through Invincible pretty quick and then. Uh, I don't know. It kind of. I, I would go with Invincible first, and then do the Boys second. I watched them backwards. I watched the Boys when it came out, which was first, and then I watched Invincible. But I don't know, folks. There's your recommendation from Hunter. New segment: Hunter recommends. Long story short, I was not a fan of Invincible. I see a lot of people singing its praises. I don't get it. Uh, I have some pretty harsh critiques about it, and I feel like they're all very valid. And I don't see what people. Uh, are missing but anyway we can cross that bridge when we get to it i want to sidebar real quick my sister just texted me and this literally 10 minutes ago and i'm reading i'm gonna read it to you verbatim what she sent me she said there's a brother and sister on american ninja warrior and i said it'll be me and you one day and mom said me and dad will run the course with you In what world would I be able to do American Ninja Warrior? <laughs> um, the Make-A-Wish one? Yeah, if it was Make-A-Wish and go in a straight line, maybe. <laughs> oh, come on. They'd let you win. <laughs> yeah, they would. <laughs> Hunter, I am five foot ten, 220-ish pounds. There is no way that I would be able to finish that course. Yeah, no. I can't even step down off a curb. I couldn't do it. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You walk in a straight line and you fall off and break your leg to a car accident level. Yeah, literally. I don't know what they're thinking. You know, some people are built for that. Some people are that five foot seven, 160 pounds, and... 
they don't have enough weight to pull them down and they've got just that slim figure where they can't, you know, they have good muscle definition. Those are the people that are made for American Ninja Warrior. Go ahead and show me a ninja movie at all that has someone that looks like me as a ninja. I'll wait <laughs> because they don't. Find it. You know who can't jump off of a off of a roof and come down and fight somebody with a sword? Me. I'm somebody <laughs> who can't do that. So I, she's ridiculous. And there's no way any of my family would be able to do that. My mom would have the best chance, but she almost broke her ankle hiking and she dealt with that for like a year and a half. So uh, there, there's no way we could do that. It's just wishful thinking. I but replied yeah, back to her. I, I, <laughs> I said, y'all are funny. She said, nope, we're going to do it. <laughs> we wouldn't even well, get past the audition phase. <laughs> they look at us like, and be like, hmm. Are you in the wrong room? <laughs> are y'all looking for the competitive eating competition? Because that's over there. <laughs> uh, That'd be more my style. Like, give me a bu- give me a bunch of chicken wings and let me see how many of those I can put away. That's that's more of my style. <laughs> I'll do that, no problem. <laughs> I do that every time I go out to uh to a wing place, man. <laughs> I shut them down, but uh, Kylie. All right, back to uh back to TV shows. So I've been watching Gossip Girl, rewatching that one. High School Musical, the musical, the series, Disney Plus. Um, I got another one. I found the seer the box at McKay's. Uh, oh, I love McKay's. One I haven't watched that we bought is Oz. Did you ever see that? Mm-mm. So it's still in the box. We've had it for so long. We need to watch it, but. The gist of it is it's, I believe it's based off of like the Wizard of Oz, but it's like a, it's like it's a prison. That's weird, weird concept. I know. I'll have to delve into that one whenever we get through it. That's the box list. But one I did rewatch that was so good and it aged so well was Alias. With Jennifer Garner. Oh, Hunter. Jennifer Garner was my celebrity crush growing up. I don't know. I, she she was just she was the one for me. But watching that show and all the she's basically like she thought at first she was recruited by the FBI and they were like a black site unit. You know, did all the shady stuff that the official FBI couldn't. But it turns out she had been recruited into this uh, this rogue agent. Uh, organization that they had all the makings and it seemed like it was FBI, but it was really, they were the bad guys. So she felt that. And then she found out years later and went and tried to, uh, tried to turn them all in and she had to be a double agent. There was already another double agent who was her dad. Uh, So much action and stuff in there. Yeah, dude, you should watch it. I would get like alias. Definitely one of my favorite Favorite shows I've ever watched. We bought every season of it, and dude, we binged that show. The problem is that it was out whenever the box set DVDs were a big thing. So the box sets are literally like the size of a Harry Potter book, and there's you have to keep switching discs. <laughs> They're oh, all on DVDs. Lord. Yeah, yeah, it's a it's a little pain in that sense, but 
the show, excellent. It aged really, really well. And if, if you're into that agent and uh, government type stuff, you will love that series. I, I like a bunch of different stuff, so I, I'll watch about whatever. But if that's your thing, you like those shows. Uh, if you liked The Blacklist, kind of a more recent one, then you will love Alias. Very, huh. very good. You should watch it. I got them all. <laughs> Just drop them off on my doorstep. I'll mail them to you. <laughs> oh, what else you got? Any other shows or anything you're watching? Um, nothing, nothing major. This will kind of segue into uh, what we were talking about in the pre-show, though. I, uh, I've been kind of on a spooky kick. Like I, I'm watching a lot of like paranormal investigation stuff on YouTube, and I know most of it's fake. <laughs> like I know, I know that uh, you can't go in with an iPhone app and <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and do what some of these people claim that they're doing. You won't believe um, what happened at three a.m. I don't want to knock them because you know they put on a good show and it's entertaining, but. Uh, I, I don't know. I get in a spooky mood every now and then, and I'm like, I know this is this is not real, but I want to watch it because it's spooky, and uh, so I've kind of yeah. been on a kick about that recently. Both talking about some movies that we watched recently, and uh, I just recently watched the new Conjuring movie. Man, I it is it. it is so good, so so good, and they do it so well where. Yes, there are jump scares just because that's the style of movie that it is. But it's not like a movie that it's every, you know, every three minutes there's a jump scare, something that it's just not fun to watch. And they do it so good in it where it's like a spot where you know there's about to be one and then there won't be and then it's delayed and something happens and then it makes you jump like. And this is going to sound this is going to sound a little conceited or whatever here, but. I don't get scared. Like having that thrill, that rush is just something that I enjoy. That's just not a feeling that I get. So I love those types of movies that make you jump and hop and whatever. <laughs> Such a good movie. And this one's one where the, the story is really good. It's easy to follow. But yeah, you're, uh, you'll be watching it and then you'll be like, oh, I know it's coming. Oh, it should have been right there. And then a dude comes out of like the hallway. Uh, it's ah. it's so good. Yeah, and it's one of those where right before you figure out what like you figure the story out, uh, which happens really late in the movie. So it's it's one of those where it keeps you engaged. You're like, ah, yes, I knew it, even though you didn't really know it. <laughs> those yeah, movies are great. Oh, I know. If you're into those scary movies, the Conjuring movies are so good, and you know the spinoffs of those. There was, there was the Nun, I think, was one, and Annabelle. You know all those. They're they're all spinoffs of the same story from the Warrens. Is that the name, the Warrens? Yeah, uh, Ed and yeah. Lorraine Warren. Yeah, um, the people that they have playing playing the Warrens, they do so well in it. Uh, yeah. I would 100% recommend you see it. And the great thing is that movie theaters are back open now, friends. So go out and watch it on a 
60 foot screen and enjoy it the way movies were meant to be enjoyed. <laughs> I I was so afraid that last year the movie theater business was going to be done. Like I, I was honestly afraid of that because I'm someone who, and I know it's so it's expensive. You're paying way too much for tickets. You're paying way too much for popcorn, too much for everything. But I just love the atmosphere of a movie theater. It's just one of my favorite things to do. Man, you got to go see it in theaters if you get the chance. 10 out of 10, worth it. It is so, so, so good. So good. I went and uh, saw A Quiet Place Part 2 in the theaters (sighs) recently. Want to see it Um, so bad. It was very good. I really liked the first one. Uh, I I own it because it's so good. Uh, And when they announced that the second one was, was coming out in theaters, we both kind of looked at each other and we're like, we, we have to, we have to go see this in the theater. And so we went and uh, we went to one of the fancy ones. that has got the reclining seats. I've never been to one of those before, but boy, it's nice, nice. isn't it? Oh my gosh. It was great. Um, And so we watched a quiet place part two and, I don't know how they did it, but I feel like it lived up to, if not perhaps surpassed the first one. Wow. And the way they told the story was really, really great. And it did not feel like a retread at all. It felt like it had something new to add to the because, you know, at the end, I don't want to spoil, but at the end of the first one, like they they could have ended it there and just not made another one. You know, they didn't and have it would have to been just fine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually I'm not I'm not just pulling that out of thin air. John Krasinski himself said I didn't want to do a sequel because I thought that we should just leave well enough alone. And then one of the producers or, or somebody, you know, suggested, what if we did this, this, this and this? And then John was like, okay, I'm going to start writing the script because this has my attention. And then he let Emily read the opening scene and she said she'd do it. And so, you know, the idea was good enough for both of them who were the creative forces behind it saying, ah, I think we're good with just the one to, to start on the new one. And, and I don't know how they did it, but like, it's kind of like what you said with the conjuring where they, you expect something to happen. They, they, they linger it out a little bit. I felt as though, because there are some jump scares. Like if you've seen the first one, you can kind of know what to expect in in terms yeah. of like how you're going to be scared. But um, the thing for me wasn't so much the jump scares that made it thrilling. It was the constant state of tension. Yep. Like you are just constantly on the edge of your seat trying to figure out what's going to happen. And at, at one point in the movie, there are three separate things happening all at the same time. And you're just like, Oh, whoa. Like, like there's so much happening and I don't know. It was just, it was just a really, really great experience. And I think they did such a good job and, um, it ended really well. And I liked the, the whole, the whole thing. There wasn't a part of it that I was like, Oh, (laughs) I'm with you, man. I, I love the first one. And, I completely understand what you mean with that 
constant state of tension, like something something is bound to happen just because of the scene that's been set. And I think that when a movie can can do that, or is able to do that, I think that it just adds a whole different atmosphere to that horror genre because the old movies, the old slashers and things like that, you know, it was all about, uh, you know, it's going to be gory and a bunch of people are going to die. And then came the era of jump scares where it's you're just waiting for something to make you throw your popcorn up in the air. Yeah. But I think we've kind of moved into that style now where it's like something it, something should happen and I'm expecting it to happen, but it hasn't happened yet. You know, it's one of those. See, I know it. a lot of people didn't like it, but that's one thing I liked about uh, that movie uh, Bird Box. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it was a uh, it was Sandra Bullock on Netflix. It was it's a couple years old now, I believe, but uh, that was one where you could you could see what was happening to the people, and it's been out long enough where it's not really going to be a spoiler for well, it shouldn't be a spoiler for people. But basically, if you looked at this thing, it made you essentially just go insane. Like it made people kill themselves when they saw this thing, but it never showed it. It never showed people what it was, but it would like talk to people and it'd tell them to take their blindfolds off and it'd tell them to look at it and things like that. So you were just in that constant state of like, am I about to see it now? Am I going to see what's been causing all this? And uh, I'm here for those types of movies like jump scares, you know, Sometimes I want to have a I want to have one of those movies where it literally just makes me jump, but sometimes that just state of something's supposed to be happening right now, why hasn't it happened yet? And then it just keeps you, you know, your shoulders drawn up and things like that. Yeah. Love them. So it's a uh, it's definitely going to be the next movie that I see. I'm um, gonna try to get it in theaters because yeah. I love go. the first one. It was so good. And movies now that are able to, like that one, there's almost no dialogue in the first one. There was almost no dialogue in the entire movie, yeah. which was inc- which was incredible. So. And I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up. And I, this isn't a spoiler because it's in the it's in every trailer. You know, like if yeah. if you've yeah. seen the trailer, you you've seen that uh, there's a portion of the movie. It actually opens on the first day that the aliens arrive, and the, so the entire opening of the movie is just like a normal day but because you're so invested in this world and you know what's coming every little noise and every little thing you're just like ah uh, <laughs> like ah, oh, no. stop it <laughs> oh no <laughs> so it's it, uh, it's beautifully done it's beautifully done and not there are no jump scares in that opening scene that i would call a jump scare like there's some loud noises that will startle you but it's not like, boo, you know, um, yeah. but it's like everyday life, you know, stuff like that happens all the time. But because you know the story and you know what's about to happen, you're like, whoa, guys, everybody shut up. <laughs> so it's good. It's really good. Yeah, the first one was just absolutely excellent uh, in every way, shape or form. I don't know how if, you, if you're a fan of those horror movies or th- thriller movies you you'll you'll love the first one if you haven't seen it uh the second one is definitely on my list because uh john krasinski he just did so well with with that first one 
and uh, the acting in it, like I said, there's no dialogue, but you can feel like the emotion in, in the entire movie and like yep. the things that they have to go through. So yep. yeah, it's a, it's definitely one to one to go see as soon as you can. I'm sure. Uh, you seen anything else recently? Movie wise, no. That's the only like that's the last time I've been. The last time I had been to a theater before A Quiet Place Two was what did we go see? We went and saw The Rise of Skywalker in theaters. Mm-hmm. That's the last movie I saw uh, before Quiet Place. So I, I'm not a huge theater goer. I did like when Movie Pass had started. I I had Movie Pass, and so I would go yeah. <laughs> on like a Wednesday at noon. You know when it was the lowest volume time, and I didn't have class. I used to go, and then Movie Pass literally crapped the bed, and so I got while the getting was good <laughs> and canceled. Um, Boy, did you ever! <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know who came up with the original Movie Pass idea, but. It was so dumb on on the theater's part, yeah. Because you could you could literally see like a movie every day or something crazy like that, they, and it was they were count- <laughs> they were counting on it being like a gym membership where you pay for it but you don't use it. That's what they were counting on. But the difference is, people have to go to the gym and work, but it doesn't take a lot to go to a movie theater and sit. You know, and eat a bunch so, of popcorn. Yeah, so people were people were already. Like, I don't know. It was a great idea. And I'm glad I got to ride the, like, I got two or three good months out of it. And I got to ride it for a while as it kind of crashed down. But, uh, but yeah, I, uh, (laughs) you milked that one, didn't you? (laughs) Shoot. Yeah. They, I, I started right when they started restricting you because, like, uh, I remember it started out, they were like, oh, well, now we're going to limit how many movies you can see a week. And so people were mad at that. They're like, oh, what? You said it was unlimited movies. You know, I'm paying for unlimited movies, and now you're telling me I can only do two or three a week. And then it was like, well, non-peak show times. We're going we're gonna to do non-peak show times where other people, you know, basically if we can't sell the tickets, you'll be able to, to go at this time slot uh, on a Tuesday at 3. and then then it was some movies just will never be eligible i think the new mission impossible was coming out and there was absolutely no way to see that movie through movie pass without paying like a premium fee i I don't know it was weird it was like you're paying for the subscription but then if you want to see mission impossible you also have to pay more i don't know it was just really dumb and you could tell that they were grasping for straws and it just kept getting worse and worse and worse and worse and as soon as they as soon as they started limiting things the whole appeal of of the concept just was not there anymore you can't advertise unlimited movies for a fee and then start limiting it like you you know (laughs) unlimited movies except <laughs> Except they're limited. Yeah, it was. Uh, I I got a, f- a couple weeks out of it because I was the same way. I signed up for I believe a month of it whenever you had told me about it, but uh, it was at that same point where they were like, "No, we're you you can't see certain movies and things like that." And I just I canceled it right after that first time I paid for it. It it wasn't worth it at that point. But dude, they were they were going bankrupt. <laughs> everybody was just riding that wave while it was rolling, man. I remember when I canceled it, it's, (laughs) 
the app said, are you sure you wish to cancel? You won't be able to sign up for our services again until nine months from your cancellation date. And I remember thinking, I don't think you're going to be here in nine months, but if you are, it means you figured something out and I'll be back. But, uh, uh, nine months later, I'm fairly certain they are just gone. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. At this point, I just, uh, I use my stubs membership or whatever it's called and just get some points for my popcorn and my drink and whatnot and, and roll with that. But yeah, man, I'm, I'm a movie goer. I absolutely love going to the theater and I know it's not everybody's forte and, I get it if you have kids or a family, like it can get really expensive, but it's never bothered me to go to a movie by myself. I've done it dozens of times, uh, just cause that I like, I, I love the theater, but yeah, I, I could see why it would be, uh, why it would be a pain if you had kids. Cause I hate when I go to a theater and somebody screams the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, and what, you don't want to be hateful about it because you're like, I, I know that you are probably over it and you want to have a nice night out. Uh, and, you know, you think at least I can go tune my kid out and watch a movie, you know. Sure. But it, it's just a little bit inconsiderate to everyone else. Like, yeah, your kid screams. And I'm really sorry that you have to deal with that. But <laughs> that's also not my kid. So I don't have to listen. I'm here to pay to watch a movie, not listen to your child scream for an hour and 45 minutes because you know, I I don't want to be insensitive about it, but it's just like, come on, my, my cousins, they had, they had, uh, they had, um, their kid and they would go to the movies all the time and they'd either get a babysitter or let grandma watch them. You know, like it's not hard to, to get that figured out, (laughs) you know? Yeah. We know how you feel about kids, Hunter. Sorry. You know, I, I'm jaded. It's bad. I taught <laughs> I taught seven years of swimming lessons. And at, at that time, I was like, you know, kids aren't that bad. But then after seven years of that, it just sunk in. And I'm just like, you know what? Mm. Kids are indeed that bad. Kids are indeed that bad. And then they, they're damaging my stuff. And I'm just like, you know what? <laughs> Stupid scooters. Yeah. And here's the kicker. And I don't I don't want to be <laughs> I don't want to knock <laughs> it's not really the kids so much as it is as it is the parents. And I think yeah. that's the thing that bothers me the most is if I was to have a child, I would have an insanely high expectation for them and how they would interact with the world around them. Sure. And no one else would live up to my, no, no other parent would live up to that expectation for me and it would make me mad. And I just know that's unhealthy. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, I just, I have this weird thing where I want to be responsible and I want to be like considerate to others. But if you don't do it back, it, it kind of tees me up a little bit. Um, but what, what, dang it. I kind of, I was leading into something. I don't know. I was leading into something good and I, I kind of, kind of lost it a little bit. What was I going to say? Dad gummit. Well, folks, Um, now, you know, don't let, uh, don't let Hunter babysit your kids. (laughs) I mean, I'm okay to hang out with kids as long as I give them back at the end of the night, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've always said being an uncle must be the best thing ever. (laughs) So I'm trying to think. I was talking, we were talking about, you said I hate kids. (laughs) 
That's what, I mean, yeah, in more or less words, you did he did say that, <laughs> which is fine, you know. Um, I have high expectations. Use your words. Maybe that, maybe that was it. I don't know. <laughs> Here in about twenty minutes, I'm going to be like, I remember. <laughs> anyway, so. coming full circle, everybody, go enjoy movies because uh, without your kids. <laughs> There's a lot of good movies, and I'm, I believe it was today, actually, that the new Fast and Furious movie came out. I know they're not for everybody. They're not, not everybody cares about it, and they went away really from being like movies about cars and whatnot, but I like them. They're action-packed, so that's another good one. Uh, in the coming months, there's several good ones. If you're if you're near one of the newer types of theaters, a lot of them have the uh, little kiosks outside where you can buy your tickets and it'll tell you upcoming movies. Uh, there's some good ones coming out, but round trip, man, I am so glad that theaters are back open. Uh, I missed them greatly and I look forward to giving them way more money than they deserve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I'm sure my, my plans will change whenever Caroline and I decide to have kids because, like you said, it's expensive, but uh, I'm here for it now, man. I'm going to ride this one while I can. There you uh, go. I mean, honestly, in my hometown, there's really nothing else to do, and the two closest towns to me, uh, they both have theaters. One of them is really, really nice, and the other one's okay. It's it's clean, which is really what I care about. <laughs> I can't stand when you go into a theater and like you walk and it sounds like you're walking on duct tape, you know, yeah. the floor's so sticky. See, the one in the in the closest town to me, uh, that theater actually closed, and it really stings because that one was you know a twenty minute drive for me, but apparently it's getting bought out by a another theater company that's kind of like a minor player in the theater uh, industry. So I'm looking forward to that one opening back up. I'm hoping that they throw in some of those recliner seats because, oh, that'd be nice. oh man, if you've never been to one where you, where they recline, go to one where they do that. If, if you're anywhere in East Tennessee, uh, and uh, I can't say for any of the other states, but in Knoxville, in, in the West Town Mall, it's called Cinnabar. And you go in there, and if you're trying to plan a date or something like that, if you've never been to it, that one place can be your entire date. Because you buy the tickets, but when you go in, they have a full menu. Like, whenever I go, I always get a pizza to eat. Mm-hmm. And they have, like, yeah, dude, they have, they have you know, wings, pretzels, Pizzas, they have all sorts of stuff you can eat there. Movie theater prices, of course, but then you get that, you're, they have an endless popcorn bucket, you pull your little table over, recline your seat back, and it is just incredible. And I don't know how that didn't become a thing years ago, because being able to lay down in public <laughs> should never happen, but that's the one place it's acceptable. <laughs> Well, the lights are down. You can't really see everybody in their shame. Eh, yeah, you you can, but uh, 
it's dude, it's it's great. Uh, reclining seats are the future. Uh, it just motivated me more to get me a recliner for my office here because uh, I'm all about having having recliner chairs there. But with this leg, man, do you know how? much I would have loved a, a recliner at work. Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, I think that with your injury, you could have probably swung that some way with uh, s- some kind of uh, disability claim because you, you were pretty badly injured, so you probably could have could have got you something like that. Yeah, and then, uh, and then I could have just been like, you know what, I don't want to move it out. And then I just would have been comfortable for the rest of my life. I know, man, dude. You you missed it. That you had the golden I ticket. Had a, I could have had a handicap sticker, and I didn't do that. Dude, why and didn't you get a handicap tag? I didn't realize that I had the ability to do it, and I was kind of like, you know what? I think I'll be okay. But uh, dude, because the great thing about those is that a lot of times they don't even keep up with it. Like I know people who have had them for years. They don't need them oh, anymore. I couldn't do that. <laughs> I'd feel so bad. I'd also feel like a hypocrite because I have uh, I have seen people when I was on my scooter, it was really bad and really noticeable because I was having to use all the access ramps. You know, it wasn't yeah. like I was just able to walk around. I guess this happens all the time and I just walk around it because I, I you know, but when you have to go up the access ramps, there is a large amount of people who will park their stupid cars, like at the Walmart, they'll park their stupid cars right in front (laughs) of the ramp to Uh, let Grandma Ethel out because (laughs) she's a little lazy and doesn't want to walk a little bit. And I have to stand there with my broken, shattered leg while Ethel waddles herself into the Walmart. Like... just makes me, makes me so mad. I, I'm not saying that you can't, you know, if somebody needs to be dropped off up front, that's fine. But I'm talking these people pop it in park, put the cautions on, get out, that do a weird rain dance in front of the car. I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> I know what you mean, man. They sit there and the worst is even whenever people like they'll drop somebody off and they just sit there and wait for them. It makes me so mad. Get oh. out of the way. Get out of the way. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not even on a scooter and that aggravates me. Like oh, I shouldn't have to. Bad. And for some reason, the people that do this, you know, they don't drive a Nissan Versa. They no, drive they have like, a daggum bus. <laughs> yeah, they have like a Ford Expedition or something like that. It's always, it's always a bus. <laughs> and there's just, and there's two old people in it, and that's it. Like, why do you need a, a vehicle that can haul 13 people? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, man, and they sit right there. That Dude, that would have been perfect if you had got your horn put on your scooter. I should have, I think I did. I should have just used the siren. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, just sit there and just blast it until they move. Just makes me so mad. I'm like, just. <laughs> I try Dude, really they, hard. Like, I'm uh, the type of person. It's bad. I'm the type of person. I'm on a knee scooter and I'm struggling to get around Kroger. And if I like accidentally almost get close to somebody, I'm like, oh, sorry. You know, and I've had it happen. They're like, oh my gosh, no, you're fine. But I'm always like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to be in the way. You know, and then there's these people who are just like, ah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, and then those old people, too, whenever they go into the store like that, they find somebody to talk to, which is fine. You can talk to people you see, but they stand right in the middle of the aisle. Yeah. Aisles are designed where two buggies can comfortably pass each other, but not when you stand diagonal <laughs> between them with another person. Oh, oh, that grinds my gears. When I have to turn around and go down, all the way back and down another aisle and come back up the other side just to get something off a shelf. Yep. Oh, it's the worst. Yep. We went in oh, Sam's. We gears. went in Sam's tonight. We had to buy some paper towels and a new tower fan. That was all we needed. Two things. And literally, this old woman was just walking right down the middle of the aisle. And she always, always these people have their phone out and on speaker. <laughs> and she, she's out there. She's like, <laughs> and then the person on the phone. Is, <laughs> and she's walking right down the aisle. And I'm sitting here in pain. Oh. You know, I'm, I'm using the buggy to support myself. I'm walking, but I'm using the buggy to support myself. And now I have to grapple yes. with her like it's an <laughs> obstacle course. And then we ran into her again, and she's doing the same thing. <laughs> Dude, so you basically did American Ninja Warrior. Yeah, tonight I did. Oh, uh, dude. I, should, I had my crutch in the buggy. I should have just gotten it and beaten her with it. <laughs> just start pushing her buggy out of the way. <laughs> yeah, just, just like jousting. Just <laughs> See, my problem, and it, it always happens to me. I might have mentioned this before, but one, yes, I will always have to go down the aisle where there's going to be people standing right in it. And they see you standing there waiting. See, I'm at the point now where I don't even care. I just stare right at people until they move if they're in the way. Like, if you're to the side, I'll work my buggy around you or I'll leave it behind you. I'll go get my stuff. Yeah. But man, when you're in the middle, I'll stare right at you until you move. And then I'll go up to the register. And I know everybody has different opinions on, like, self-checkout. I do my best to always use a self-checkout. Because it yep. never fails that any time I have a large buggy load of stuff and I choose to go down a normal aisle for a cashier to take care of me, uh, I always get behind the old people that are complaining about every single item and then their card doesn't work and then this and then that. And before you know it, I could have literally made three trips to my car from just doing self-checkout and been out of there. It wears me out. And that's why I absolutely despise going down a normal aisle. Because old people just ruin it. I try so hard to be patient. But there's there's been this awful trend we don't usually buy a lot. You know, we don't go and bulk up on a lot of groceries. We'll go to the store, get what we need. And we come home. You know, we don't buy like, Oh, we need uh, th- six things of cereal for this month. You know, like we don't, yeah. we don't do that. We just buy what we need. and We get out of there, which usually isn't much, but like I've witnessed it happen at the self checkout at, at Walmart. And you know what? There's kind of this unspoken rule that the self checkout is, is supposed to be pretty quick. You know, you don't go through there with a large quantity of items unless you really know what you're doing and you can do it quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like it's treat, kind it, of the, treat it like the speedy checkout. It's you know? the unofficial express lane. Yeah. I've witnessed on more than one occasion people with two, count them, two buggies full of oh, stuff. No. And they go in and they're standing there at the self-checkout. And not only are they standing there at the self-checkout, but they're blocking everyone else from being able to get in because they've got their two stupid buggies everywhere. And it's always I can feel like my blood pressure rising. It's always like boop. Boop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, speed it up. Boop, 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 boop. That's all it takes. You know, the the, uh, the scanner does not need to wait. You can just run that stuff across there. Oh. Uh, <laughs> and then it's always they, they gotta yell at somebody that's with them or they get a phone call on yeah. there. Or or we have to we have to call the, the attendant over. Oh. Uh, like it embarrasses me whenever I'm going through there and if like I accidentally grab a box where the barcode's messed up. Or if it's, you know, sometimes I'll go to the store and I'll buy a knife. Uh something like that. Or whatever, something where it ha- it's in a box and they have to open it so people don't steal it. I absolutely hate being the person that holds up a line for that stuff. Yeah. I don't understand how people just go through that and just take up all that time and all that space. Like you said, with two buggies full. And I'm a person that, like I said, if my buggy's fairly large, and especially if it's crowded, if there's not a lot of people, I'm pretty quick on the self-checkout. But I'll go down an aisle because I know there's a guy back here who's holding stuff for dinner. That's all he's got. He's who's meant to go down the self-checkout. Not me with, you know, $150 worth of stuff in, in the cart. But, dude, yeah people going down it and they take five ever to get done. And <laughs> oh, it makes me, makes me so angry. Boop. Yep. I mean, it's, there's uh, truth to that. That's how slow they do it. And you're just like, I'm going to be here for hours. And you know, like I've heard some people say, Oh, you know, that stuff is harder on older people. And, you know, some of these, some of these middle-aged moms, you know, are, are, you know, they're dealing with their kid or, you know, they've got a lot going on. Well, you know what? There's this nifty concept where you go and someone else does it for you. You put all of yes. it on a magic belt and the magic belt moves to this person who is a world record holder for how quickly they can scan something and push it off to the side. And then they got a guy who's competition bagging all your stuff. You know what? That exists and it's been around for a long time. And I don't know why these people who have two buggies full and a screaming kid and a ton of stuff, like just go through the line, just go through the line. It'll be easier on you and me, but you. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what else? Everybody now has a smartphone. Dude, just, just buy the stuff on the app and have someone come and they even load it into your vehicle. Yeah. You don't even have to go into the store. You pull into a lane, you call a number, say, hey, I'm in number three. My name is blah, blah, blah. And they come and put it into your car. I was such an early adopter of, of the app checkout stuff. Sam's does oh, it yeah. where, where you can you scan as you go on your phone. And then you just check out and it gives you a barcode or a QR code. 
and you show that QR code to the guy at the at the door, and he scans it as if he'd scan your receipt. You know, yeah. I did that as soon as they introduced it. I started doing it because I absolutely hated the concept of standing in line. And it was it was so early and it was such a new thing that I got stared at a bunch where people were like, is that guy just like running off with all this stuff? It was like it happened on more than one occasion. And I love it. It's great. <laughs> Especially at Sam's where I mean, like that's a place where people go to bulk up and, you know, business stuff and whatnot. But yeah, dude, having somewhere like that where you, you know, even if that's just where you get your normal groceries from, man, having that where you just scan it as you go, pay for it in the app, and then have yeah. the 85-year-old doorman scan your scan your barcode, perfect. Perfect. Yep. It's so easy. And I know that everybody's going to make a deal about it in the, in the future, but, dude, you best believe that whenever the Amazon delivery happens where they bring it with a dadgum drone and drop your groceries off at your door. Get out of here. I will never have to leave my house to go to the grocery store again. Yep. Go ahead and sell my email. That's perfectly fine. <laughs> if I don't, if you have a drone that brings me my groceries, I'm, I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I can deal with putting some stuff into the spam folder. <laughs> yeah. NBD. Uh- I I prefer the, I mean, the delivery stuff is great. Like the food delivery has been wonderful with my leg. It's been very helpful, but it's, it's expensive. Um, but, um, I, I much prefer the curbside pickup methodology. You know, like we did Chick-fil-A tonight. I placed the order as we were driving there. We pull in, we type in what number spot we're in. They bring it to me. No muss, no fuss. And if we can do that with groceries, not many places around here offer that, but Publix is going to start doing it soon. Um, that's perfect for me. I'll place an order and then I'll come sit. You can bring it out to my car. Heck, I'll even put it in the trunk if you really want me to. But uh, if you want to do it, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, just it's so nice. I just, maybe I'm just antisocial. Maybe that's what it is, but my patience for, for little inconveniences. I think I've said this before on, on the podcast, my patience for minor inconveniences has drastically decreased in the last (laughs) few years. And I'm not quite sure what did it. And I'm, I think we decided it was school that did it, but, uh, but my, my patience for things like that, just, you know, somebody, somebody in traffic cuts you off. You know, they always, jump out in front of you like they it's like they're mario andretti starting (laughs) off a nascar race jerking out in front of you and then they go five miles under the speed limit the entire time Uh, oh don't get me started on that and i'm just like Uh, i I, if i could thanos snap you i would do it (laughs) i saw a fake facebook post uh yesterday or day before last it said listen i need you to drive with the same energy that you just pulled out in front of me with yeah yeah literally <laughs> and it's i can t- i can tell you when that when that moment started for me where my incon- my patience for little inconveniences i remember remember it like it was yesterday it was junior year it was yesterday <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's been there for a while my friend junior year of college 
first semester. It's cold. It's gross outside. I've been in the library all day. I'm with some buddies. We're trying to uh, we're trying to do a, a online test and turn it in. It's literally like dead week, which dead week really wasn't a real thing. It was just no, didn't exist. It, it, was, it was just finals week part one. Yeah. So we're in there trying to do this, and the internet on the campus goes out. We've been in there that for hours. never happened. Never happened. Uh, okay. <laughs> We've been in there for hours working on projects. You know, engineering school, you usually, once you find your group, you all go through the same classes. Everybody has to do the same thing. But we've worked on several things. It's dark. It's gross. It's, it's cold. And we're all just ready to go home. Internet goes out. And you can you hear an audible what just happened throughout the entire library. <laughs> Every person it happened to. Then I look at my phone and I have an email that said, Attention students, the campus is experiencing a campus-wide internet outage. We are working as fast as possible to get this corrected. And we sat there in the library... This was probably 8.30. We sat there in the library until 10.50 or 11. And most stuff's due at 11.59. Mm-hmm. Waiting. Because there's nothing else we could do. We just had to wait for it to come back up. And from that point on, my patience for that stuff and just those little inconveniences. And I don't want anybody to think that I'm just some Scrooge. I'm not. It's He's usually not. just... No, nah, it's just <laughs> the little things that just make me upset sometimes. Not like road rage or not like I'm going to punch somebody, but it makes me huff and puff. I sound like the big bad wolf. But that was the time that uh, that really did it for me. Uh, having to sit there on a campus where stuff is due... Because this was dead week when we're not supposed to have anything, and yet we did. And uh, the internet was just gone. It said, LOL, no. For those of you that don't know what the concept of dead week is, it's the week before finals. And you're supposed to not have class. It's supposed to be a week that you can dedicate solely to preparing for and studying for your finals, which will come the following week. However, comma, (laughs) I always had <laughs> my professors Most? never canceled class. They were like, no, no you're going to be here. We're going to, we had, still have stuff to go over. Like you, you're, we're going to teach during dead week. And then you're also trying to study and you're also trying to finish your classes. At, <clears throat> so dead week was always a misnomer <laughs> to me. It was never dead. It was always very much alive. Yeah. It, it was supersized week. <laughs> <laughs> It was, I'm going to pull my hair out or give myself alcohol poisoning week. It was one of the two. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. It was the worst. And so many, so many professors were like, I'm going to do you all a favor. We're just going to have our, uh, we're going to have our final during dead week. So you don't even have to worry about coming next week. But then next week, I'd have a final on Thursday, the very last day of finals week. So it's like... 
this literally did nothing for me. Yeah. I'm gonna do you fa- <laughs> what that really means. I'm gonna do you a favor, and you, we can take finals during Dead Week. Is I want to be out of here a week early. So screw you guys. It's <laughs> uh, really, it's really what yeah. it is. I'm gonna do me a favor, guys, and <laughs> yeah, uh, it was. Uh, uh, I'm getting heated just thinking about mm-hmm. it, man. I think that in all the time I was in college, I had maybe one semester where I didn't have a final on the Thursday of finals week, which is the last day of, of anything ever. Like, I'm like, why do you do that? (laughs) It's like, I'm a junior or a senior in college. Why in the world are you making me stay here till the last day at four (laughs) o'clock? I don't want that. Why? <laughs> Why would you not put all the upperclassmen at the front? I mean, we had to go as freshmen. We had to go through the 8 a.m. classes anyway, because that's just what freshmen yeah. have to do. So why would you not just go ahead and give them the end of finals week two? <laughs> I just I got uh, I got frustrated at that. But I also I guess I got jaded to the point where I actually started to enjoy having the finals on the later days like the Wednesday and Thursday of finals week um, because most everybody would be gone and I could walk across campus and not see people. <laughs> <laughs> and that was really at the end of, cause I was working for the university for those last two years and doing school. And the funny part is, and it's, it's pretty common. Like the campus is great when the students aren't there. <laughs> so yeah i i ended up being like you know what i'm not happy that i have to do all my finals up up till the last day but the bright side is i can now walk across campus and not see 15 million dumb people i can just it's quiet i can walk in peace (laughs) and then you get into your final and you forget everything you had studied no well yeah but that was a different issue all. You know. <laughs> oh, Hunter, you got anything planned this weekend? We're going to visit some friends and do some game night. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. What are you, pl- what are you, what are you playing? Got anything picked out yet? There's, there's some kind of movie trivia game that I'm looking forward to dominating. I'd like you to send me the score to that because I'm guessing it won't even be close. <laughs> I'm going to knock it out of the park. And then Bree is excited because there's a music trivia game and she's going to dominate on that one. So y'all should bet some money on this. Oh, I don't know. That, that's kind of like robbery. <laughs> that's just taking candy from a baby. I don't know if I could <laughs> do that to these poor people. Uh, I'm thinking about going, uh, going camping this weekend. Ooh, camping. Yep. Uh, Caroline's got some stuff to do for uh, her friend's wedding, so I am uh, gonna be here by myself. So I'm gonna try to find me a little spot where I can sleep in my hammock for two or three nights, and uh, be fun. and where I can just fish all day. Oh yeah, yep. I'll take I'll I'll pack up the yeti, and uh, hopefully won't need all the food that I bring because hopefully I'll catch some fish and. That'll be my life for, <laughs> hopefully that'll be my life for about 50 hours of uh of the weekend. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah, man. 
hopefully. No, what will happen is it'll get to uh, it'll get to Thursday, and then the weather's going to be like, oh no, we've just found a storm coming through. We didn't Hot see it this past week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be 85, uh, 127% humidity, and it's going <laughs> to rain all weekend. <laughs> That's probably what's going to happen. But. Oh, jeez. Uh, that's well, my you can do camping inside. Just sling your hammock up inside and put on some cricket noises, and you'll be fine. No, if I'm here, I'm gonna sleep in my bed. <laughs> oh well, okay. I was just trying to help. <laughs> I'll go out on the porch and hang. <laughs> camp out on the porch. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. I'll build a fire on the porch, and <laughs> I'll shoot a bird out of the tree. Eat it. <laughs> oh. Well, man, I hope you. Uh, Hope you have a have a good weekend coming up here. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah, you too. Yeah, man. You uh, you want to pull up the pull up the anchor list? See if you got anybody yeah. new on there. Yeah, let me let me get it up here. And again, son, babies, we thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we love the sun babies. Uh, no matter how scary you are. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. Tennessee, Washington, Massachusetts, Texas, Georgia, New Jersey, D.C., North Carolina, Alabama, Arizona, Michigan, Ohio, Florida, and Pennsylvania. Florida's new, isn't it? Florida's definitely new. How about that, man? Look at us. We're doing so good. Dude, what if we get all 50 states? I would see that as a major win. How cool would that be? People are listening to our podcast literally thousands of miles away from where we're at. Super neat. That's incredible. Thank you all for listening so much. Uh, Thank you. I knew I was loud, but I didn't think it was that loud. People hearing me all the way over there. Oh. <laughs> uh, friends, I thank you all for listening. Hope you uh, enjoyed this episode. Uh, we were looking and... Kind of last week, we had to put the audio out on uh, on Wednesday, our normal day, and then we put our video out later on. So that might be something that we, we do going forward, uh, just be a little easier on getting everything put up for us. But it's just, it's a time consuming, the, the kicker is I export I export this in two formats, in an audio-only format and then an MP4 that's compatible and optimized for YouTube. And the audio format exports very quickly. The, the YouTube format takes anywhere safely two hours and up to export. And so that is just a really time-consuming process <laughs> to try to do that. And then so it exports in about two hours and then it uploads in about two hours. So that's four hours that I'm having to babysit the computer (laughs) and it's just, you know, it's just making sure that, that all that goes up. But, uh, I don't have any problems with the, the audio. I can get that up. No issue. It's just so, it's just so time consuming. If I'm sitting there, usually it's like two or three in the morning by the time I'm able to, to kind of feel safe about leaving the computer to where it'll finish uploading. And so I'm like, Oh, so, yeah, so that might, that'll probably be something we'll look at going forward. I, mean, I, I don't even know how much interest our uh, YouTube has right now anyway, because of all the since we're audio 
only. Uh, I'm sure the podcasting platforms get the the lion's share of all of our stuff. But uh, if you can go and go check out the YouTube page, uh, leave us some comments on there. That's probably the probably one of the easier ways to tell us how you're how you're liking the podcast and things. Uh, go check out the Twitter page at the Sun Sun Pod. Yeah, and uh, yeah, converse with us. You know, we've not not had a lot of conversation on there, and I'm I'm gonna really try going forward put a little more effort into that because uh, I'd like to hear what uh, what people think about it, what what you'd like to hear about, what you enjoyed, and and things like that. So go follow that. Um, obviously, we're on just about every streaming platform that you can think of right now. So. If you're on there, keep listening, please. And uh, if you're able to, give us give us a like anywhere you can, or uh, share it with your friends and family. We'd uh, we'd love to broaden our listening audience. And uh, absolutely, yeah, shirts are coming, folks. Uh, this weekend, while if I don't get it sooner, while I'm sitting out in the uh, sitting out in the woods or wherever I'm at, I'm going to uh, I'm gonna try to get that taken care of if it's not done sooner. So. Uh, merch is coming, folks. Hope you uh, hope you like it all, and uh, we'll get some designs finalized coming up soon, and that'll be available for you. Uh, Hunter, you got anything else? Um, no, nothing jumps out at me. Well, again, everybody, thank you for listening. Uh, some babies are the best. I don't, I don't, I don't know what what fandom would be better than a giant immortal sun baby. Yep. (laughs) Hunter, my friend, it's been good talking to you. Good talking to you. Everybody, uh, thank you for all for listening, and we'll we'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye. Bye.